Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Corey Heimel. Corey Heimel serves as the Vice President of Product and Research at Gigster, a company democratizing access to great software development. With over 800 engineers, Gigster helps startups to Fortune 500 companies unleash human cloud-driven innovation at a global scale. Well, good afternoon, Corey. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. Thank you again. I know we all traverse some crazy time zones to get things done, but uh, I'm glad you're here in the U.S. I traverse many countries around the world, 40 now so far, and love getting to meet new people every day. So, Corey, let's just jump right into these questions here. Let's talk about your career in technology, a developer, kind of where I cut my teeth, right? You're an entrepreneur. Now you're the vice president of product and research at Gigster. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what really inspires you? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Like you said, I started in engineering and then I think quickly found out that there was substantially better people to do engineering than me. So I started to look and I knew I wanted to stay in the technology space. So I tried to look to f- figure out kind of like what that path would be. And one of you know the kind of next logical conclusions was like, how do I move out of engineering into some form of like uh, management? And I spent a lot of time as a solutions engineer, which was really cool. Uh, so I didn't have to necessarily code all the time, but did get get into the uh, kind of moving more into the people space. And then since then, have continued to kind of like climb the ladder. I mean, there's not really any like super secret thing that I've had. I would say that the biggest thing, and this is something that I learned actually relatively recently, is that business books actually do have some kernel of truth into them. You know, I was, had always looked at these books around either like managing people or how to better set goals or visions and stuff like that as kind of these, you know, like, okay, whatever, like I get it. They're trying to sell some books uh, and never read them. And then, you know, once I started understanding that to continue growth, growing my career, I need to continue to educate myself beyond where I was at. Uh, it really kind of took off. So that's the, if I had to give a career hack, that might be, <laughs> that might be one of them. Very cool. No, that's awesome. And I think we've all found that the times that we push ourselves, the times that really uncomfortable or we've got to learn something new, it's challenging. You look back, you're like, wow, that wasn't too bad. Right. And mm-hmm. it really has contributed to your growth in your career and your personal life. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, Corey, talk to us about how blockchain is innovating enterprise applications, infrastructure, not just the common association of cryptocurrency or NFTs. Right. That's the craze. Maybe you can share something more. Yeah. You know, that, that so blockchain's in a really cool spot. You know, it was, it's at a spot where it's starting to kind of find its place as a infrastructure, almost as a service type of tool, similar to how cloud computing came out of the on-prem world. You know, blockchain is falling into the background of providing this amazing level of value, but it's no longer the name and the razzle dazzle of it is like the forefront of the value prop when it walks into the room. Uh, and we're really seeing that kind of take hold on the enterprise side, like a lot of businesses using them for uh, or using blockchain for internal applications, a lot of like B2B applications. Uh, if you think about the general ethos of why blockchain was created, it was created to have this kind of trustless system. So if two people don't trust each other, but they're trying to do business together, uh, you can have this technology enabled middleman that can broker that transaction and actually resolve trust on both ends. And if you think about that, that kind of scenario, it plays out a lot in business, a lot, whether it's internally or if it's like B2B or if it's, you know, B2B to C, or if it's even down like a full supply chain, 
Uh, so where we're seeing blockchain really take hold is a lot of these use cases where companies are trying to, I'll tell you one that we're like working on right now is that companies that are trying to like share data or broker data between two businesses and they want to enable like a way for both businesses to be compensated on data that they, that they either provide or they consume, but do it in a much more like streamlined fashion. So blockchain is bringing speed to the enterprise by being able to kind of like a broker these transactions in real time. Uh, and it's also bringing some very cool new use cases, because if you think about it, a lot of times, what has held back a lot of innovation in business is the fact that things are kind of have to go through all of these friction points before stuff can happen. And I know that this is like, I'm saying this is like very abstract. People are like, well, what friction points and what happens and what is this? And it's like, there's a lot to unpack there, but the, you know, we're just seeing it provide this kind of new level of, uh, of speed within a business uh, that is super interesting. And again, you know, we're only a few years into it, so there's gonna be a lot more coming soon, but we've seen a lot of the spend uh, in enterprises picking back up for blockchain. Uh, and that's uh, usually a really good uh, signal, especially given where the market is uh, currently. Absolutely. Love blockchain. Uh, that's what our platform's built on. Obviously, we have our Web 2.0 front end. People see Horizont.com, but uh, we've duplicated that data. Uh, and now we have all that on the blockchain. So we're mm -hmm. excited to do that. We, I think I created at one point uh, about a, a trillion, no, a gazillion horizontal tokens. So I just need to yeah. get better about airdropping people. And so they can get on the, the web three platform and start, you know, uh, trading and that sort of thing, uh, contributing, mm -hmm. but very cool. Corey, let's move uh, to the next question here. Could you provide maybe an example or two of how blockchain is helping to advance legacy systems within the enterprises? Yeah. So when we look at how blockchain can help advance legacy systems within an enterprise, I think it's a, you kind of got to break that question down a little bit. So when we say legacy systems, I don't want anyone to think that like blockchain is going to replace your like COBOL, like on-prem, you know, legacy, like IBM mainframe or something. Right. So it's not going to replace that. When I think about legacy systems, I almost think more, it's more around replacing like legacy workflow systems, right? Like your company may be doing uh, the way that your company handles invoicing and audit tracking. A lot of times in businesses, this is very, very like dated. It's like here, we've been doing this for the past 20 years or 30 years. We walked into a large vehicle manufacturer and looked at, they were looking to figure out how to streamline some of their like audit reporting uh, processes using blockchain. And we walked in the way that they were doing it is kind of almost like just walked off the, you know, Henry Ford assembly line of like, you know, we take a sticky note and then we pass it down here and then it goes into this system and it gets dumped into this system. And it was just like, wow, oh my goodness. So when we look at these legacy workflows and these legacy, again, when we say systems, it's almost like these organizational systems or these workflow systems that a lot of times the reason that they are so clunky is because there's a lot of duplication of data or duplication of records that are going in between and in between and in between. And when, so we walk in and look at to see how blockchain can help. It's like, how do we create this shared data layer uh, that all of these different points within this legacy system can now tap into? So rather than worrying about data integrity between nine different actors along the way, you can have one shared data layer that you can then like easily permission and easily track where that data has flowed through, who's touched it, how it's changed over time. So by the time it gets to the end or you get to some reporting process, it becomes much, much easier. Uh, so I would, I would beg everyone when we think about or we say legacy systems, really think about workflows 
and how your organization from a workflow perspective, I think I've said workflows like 50 times now, but there's, there's another word for it because I just saw it in a book the other day, but I cannot think of what it is. It's like within the AI space, uh, process mining. So look at your process uh, and how that can be changed if you were to provide like data integrity across all the actors in it. So I hope that I'm glad we got to process mining though. Like I was, that was, it was stuck in my head from like the beginning of that monologue. So I'm mm-hmm. glad we made it there. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I appreciate that. And Corey, you know, my background as well. I've worked with a lot of legacy systems over the years, migrating from AS 400s, mainframes, and you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. There's a lot that can be applied to a process or a, a, a legacy system could be replaced or advanced, but not specifically or directly with that blockchain technology. But I do appreciate your insights. I love this space. So thank you. And Corey, yeah. last question for you. What should more enterprises be doing with integrating blockchain into their technology teams? The biggest thing, the biggest problem I see whenever we walk in the door for enterprises is a lack of education, honestly. So when we talk about integrating it into their technology teams, I think the first protocol that every company should take is to set up some level of a center of excellence. Uh, where you can have some people really investigate in to understand how this technology can be used within your business. Uh, we see a lot of people, you know, the, they walk into us or our stakeholders say, hey, Corey, you know, our, our CEO said we need to be doing something with blockchain because he read it in TechCrunch. And now it's, you know, it's like, well, what do you want to be doing? Do you know enough about it to identify a problem? Or are we just looking to, you know, burn some budget, which, you know, from Head of sales would be like, great, man, <laughs> we're, we're down for whatever. Uh, but, you know, really within businesses, it's important, especially when it comes to not just blockchain, but any emerging tech, whether that's, you know, AI or IoT or, or, or whatever it might be, is to have set up a center of excellence where you can have subject matter experts on your business that know how your business flows and works, understand the tech, because that's going to be the best way that you can identify opportunities. It's really hard speaking from one as a consultant. To, you know, to walk into a business and say, hey, give us blockchain. It's like, well, I really need to understand, again, what that your processes are, your workflows, where are you having problems? Uh, and that can take a lot of time uh, and also take a lot of money. So if you can get someone, you know, within your own gates to to understand it and then look to apply it, it is the best step that any IT org could provide back to their business. Awesome. Thank you, Corey. And we appreciate those gems or nuggets, as I call them. Again, everybody has a unique story and, and has something to contribute to this platform that uh, is just growing across the world. So thank you so much for your time and, again, contributions today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. Corey, again, my pleasure to have you on, and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Of course, man. Bye for now. <laughs>